Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Korm and Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Tuesday, October 3rd, where we saw stocks get hit hard, Justin, as Treasury yields surged. Yeah, we can blame uh, probably the jolts report, uh, a lot of job openings. And look, the last thing we needed to see was a strong labor market. And that's going to put more attention on the labor, you know, labor market data that comes out with the jobs report on Friday. Uh, but for today, uh, it was slim pickings out there in terms of stocks to find to talk about. But we'll we'll talk about a few, including Alphabet and Halliburton that are finding support at their 50 day lines and race uh, Ferrari that's kind of hitting its head on it. Yeah, time to build that watch list, not to take action on the long side. All right, well, first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down 1.9% by sessions close. The S&P 500 down 1.4%, the Dow off 1.3%, and the Russell 2000 down 1.6% today. So the NASDAQ definitely the hardest hit, and it had been looking the best Heading into today's session, now, Justin, it seems like our rally attempt hopes hinge on the NASDAQ here with all of the other major indexes looking especially bleak. Yeah. And, and even though it was the worst hit today, it still looks the best. So that's saying like how bad things are. The fact that right. this is the one that's looking the best, uh, it is still holding that 13,000 level by a hair. Um, but as you mentioned, a lot of the other indexes have now firmly undercut uh, the lows of just a few, you know, a few days ago. And so that does officially make this rally attempt uh, a failure in, in most of those indexes eyes. And I would say that, you know, without, uh, without the breadth, I mean, that's the other thing. The breadth has just been lousy. I'm sure Ed mentioned it yesterday, um, how bad the breadth was today. It wasn't any better. I mean, on the NYSE, you were looking at decliners over advancers, about a five to one ratio. On the NASDAQ, it got a, it got worse. It was four to one, roughly, almost four to one on the NASDAQ in terms of the decliners over the advancers. And so with that you know, with most stocks just getting hit so hard, it's really hard to find anything out there. Um, there were a few patches of, you know, some some stocks holding up a little bit better than most. Um, but right now, so many stocks are below their 50-day moving average lines. It's really kind of hard to justify uh, taking a stab out there on the long side. Um, so, you know, the, the, the RSP, I think, is one of the ones that really shows. I mean, the QQEW certainly shows how we undercut some levels. And remember, that's of the 100 top companies in the NASDAQ. But the RSP is really showing how bad things are for most stocks. This is the equal weighted S&P 500, um, really showing a lot of damage. And it's, it's just getting further and further away from its 200-day uh, moving average line and its 40 line. So uh, if it kind of undercuts the... The year lows, it's it's hard to see where it gets its um, you know next level of support potentially at the October lows that we saw right. um, last year. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of bleeding here, Justin, and of course our style is to wait for a confirmation of strength rather than trying to pick a bottom. So we still are uh, for the moment on a follow through day watch for the NASDAQ. If we do get a solid gain of 1.2% or more in volume heavier than the prior session. But at this point, uh, we need to start over on our rally attempts. As you mentioned, 
for the other indexes. And with a decline like today, it seems like if uh, weakness were to continue, uh, does it seem like next stop for the NASDAQ could be the highs from that May breakout or the 200-day line? I guess that's what we have to look at on the downside unless we do see some dip buyers coming in at these oversold levels. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing, Allie. Uh, you could absolutely see a dip below 13,000 uh, with a response by, you know, buyers coming in. Um, you know, look, it, you know, might depend on how this jobs report goes on Friday. Uh, and look, there's there's other things while we averted a shutdown. We've got, you know, other things going on in the political uh, realm with McCarthy uh, facing facing some troubles here as speaker. Uh, so there's there's some uncertainty and the market does um, not really like, you know, uncertainty. Uh, and for as much as we've been talking about, hey, look, a lot of bottoms happen in October. Um, there's, there's a lot of month left, right? And a lot of damage can be done before that bottom gets put in. So uh, if you want to look at one of the worst bottoms ever, I mean, just look at 1987. That crash was in October. A bottom was reached, but you had to hit a 22% decline in a single day in order to see it. So uh, it's much better to be really just kind of sitting on the sidelines and not really trying to um, anticipate. And that requires patience. It requires sometimes sitting on your hands. Uh, you feel like, oh, I should be doing something. But sometimes just sitting in cash, which for a lot of people right now is actually giving you a little bit of a return, uh, that might be the best thing to do. Yeah. Okay, so now let's take a look at some stocks on our radar, including Google, a watch list name, seeing these moving averages converge here, the 21 day, the 10 day, the 50 day, and seeing a health, healthy relative strength line here. So it does seem like this is one for the watch list right now, Justin. Yeah. One of the things that I really like looking at when the market gets into trouble is what stocks are holding up best. Now, the relative strength line is a great way to kind of identify these because you'll see that relative strength line either in new high ground or very close to new high ground, even when the market is going down, because these are stocks that are holding up better. And when you look at a NASDAQ and all the other indexes that are below their 50-day lines, those stocks that are holding right around their 10-day or I mean their 10-week or 50-day lines uh, are kind of top of top of the radar. And one of the things that maybe makes Alphabet a little bit stronger, the case stronger here, is that the mega cap heavyweights are still what's propping up the NASDAQ to a large degree. But you compare Alphabet to, let's say, Apple or Amazon, those are below their 50-day lines. Um, if I'm going to have my choice of mega caps, I'm going to go with the one that's above the 50-day line. And I would put uh, you know, Google and Meta uh, you know, right. firmly in that category. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, look at that continued tight action there that we've been tracking. Okay, let's take a look at Halliburton. This is H-A-L. Down this week a little bit, but off lows, and it looks like that 40 level and the 10-week line, that's the key area to watch on this chart right now, Justin. Yeah, so uh, one of the bright spots today was oil. A lot of the oil and gas names did kind of uh, reverse. But look, you got to put it in perspective. As much as it's great to see something up on a down day, this was still an inside day. This was still recovering from a lot of down action. And, you know, the recovery is you know, got, got some, got some ways to go before it's a really a proof point here. Um, but 
this is still holding above that 50-day moving average line, above that 40 level. So again, the relative strength doesn't look too bad on this. So I'm looking for those stocks that again are doing a you know holding up a little bit better than the indexes. Um, one thing that I will kind of contrast Halliburton here with Alphabet that we looked at previously is you know Halliburton did undercut kind of those recent lows, whereas Alphabet didn't. So in my mind, that still gives Alphabet the edge. Um, and that's more of the look that I'm going for. But I'm still being very aware of these uh, stocks that are holding up on their 50-day moving average line. Great points there, Justin. Let's also take a look at Ferrari. This is race seeing the relative strength line perk back up after a sideways period. So it is below the 50-day line here, but it's working on a base. But Justin, should we be looking at this on the long side or the short side here? Well, I just wanted to kind of mention that David Ryan, as he was on uh, IBD Live this this morning, as he does on every Tuesday, uh, he was mentioning, you know, some of the short ideas that he has. And this is one of them. You know, what you look for is you look for these rallies into the 50-day moving average line and if it gets turned away. Now, one of the things that we are typically looking at for these short ideas is that the downtrend is well established. And I would say that this is starting to get there. Um, you've got a lot of weeks here. Um, and if you go to the weekly chart, mm -hmm. you can kind of see that that downtrend is starting to show, hey, the 10-week moving average line is, is firmly in a downtrend here. Now that 200-day or the 40-week the in this case is still in an uptrend. So I think you're at this crossroads. You know, who's going to win right now? Um, eventually, you could expect that those are probably going to cross. Um, but does the stock hold above that 40-week line? Or does it hit its head maybe once again at that 10-week line and start rolling over? We really like to see, you know, maybe five months of damage, you know, before we start shorting. And this is right there around three months. So it's starting to get to that level where it's it's of interest. Um, if we did see more pain, more uh, more negative action here, then these are some of the stocks that are doing doing this type of action that you may want to take a look at for potential shorting opportunities. We especially like those ones that did show previous strength. We want, you know, we don't want something that's been going nowhere for a long time. Uh, we want to see those that really did show the strength and now are turning because that's where you can get a lot more oomph for your short. Thanks for that, Justin. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live and we hope you all join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We're headed over to Swing Trader Scorecard. So if you are a member, join us there, swingtrader.investors.com for our quarterly webinar, Breaking Down Performance. So see you there in about 15 minutes from now. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.